Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and we're going to start off in decency and in order, and we're going to come out of Isaiah, Isaiah 26, 3 through 4, and it says, You, Lord, give true peace to those who depend on you, because they trust you. So, trust the Lord always, because he is our rock forever. Anybody else out there going out through some hard times, going through some struggles, going through some times where the anger gets besides themselves, well, I just wanted to let you know that anger, anger is a, is a teacher of a lesson that you have not yet learned. And the only person that can give you peace in those situations and in those times is God. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for everything that you're doing, God. Just come in the midst of this interview, God. Let some things be said that be able to touch somebody, God. Plant the seed. Let the let the hearers be able to hear you, Lord. Let this interview be able to, to expand out there to the unreachable and the unteachable so that they could be able to see you truly and to be able to see you in the midst of all your glory, God. God. Touch every listener under the sound of my voice. Give them the financial breakthrough. Give them the things that they desire, God. Give them the will and show them your way, God. God, let them be able to take away anything that's their stumbling blocks. Let them be able to truly know that you are the way maker, the provider, the healer, the lawyer. Any situation that they're going through that they can meet, if they depend on you, that they'll make a way through it. All storms run out of rain and even pain fades away. We got to be able to understand that in the midst of the trials and tribulations and the things going on in the life, God is trying to teach you something. And once we get to the midst of that, we will be all right. And God, we just we, 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 we love you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And God, let a seed be planted today that somebody that's listening to me now or even on the podcast, I could say, what can I do to be saved? And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen, 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 y'all. And this is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on uh, Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. It's about, I'm going to change that up. I think I'm going to just make it the official Pastor Jay Calhoun music page. And um, yeah, make sure you go download Renew My Praise. Go stream it, download it, buy it, all that stuff. Add it to your playlist. Renew My Praise. Been doing great things. Um, got 105,000 streams on Spotify and doing some great numbers on Apple. And Ashley was charting in Netherlands. So praise God to that. Um, it's definitely a blessing to be able to get the word of God out there in a form of song. So definitely go and get Renew My Praise. If you're going through something, that song can get you through. Amen. Amen. So that's me. And make sure you go follow my boy. Now that's in Chi-Town, Mr. Christopher Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow Chris Johnson at Sing Chris J. 
Um, he's coming on some new music, and we're we're working in the background. We we'll let y'all know, uh, know last time that we're working on Anointed Radio Chicago. Yeah. And- we're working on some big stuff coming in coming in soon. Uh, we're still working the logistics on it. So that's coming out too. And just to let you know, I finalized something yesterday. We will be on Vegas Gospel TV. So you can hey. be anointed radio on Apple Music, uh, Apple TV, Roku, streaming platforms everywhere. You'll be able to see these same interviews. Even this interview you're watching right now, you'll be able to see it on Vegas Gospel. We're doing big things in Las Vegas, showing the world that there is saints doing major strides here in the city that they call Sin City, but we call it the City of Angels. I'm going to just say it like that, too, because I'm an angel. I'm not a sinner. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I could just say Saint City or something, you know. Just ah, that Saint City away. Amen. <laughs> so that's me, Pastor Jay. Make sure you go follow. Make sure you download Anointed Radio app on uh, for 24-Hour Gospel. Um, I want to say thank you, Zacardi uh, Cortez, for giving us a shout-out. Amen. I definitely going to play your song today. All right. Uh, you know, go ahead and shout out. And we're working on getting him on the show. Make sure you follow Anointed Radio at all um, all social media platforms at LV Anointed Radio. Uh, LV Anointed Radio. It's at the bottom, too. Go follow it. And if you're listening, it's LV, like L, not the I, but LV, like Las Vegas, Anointed Radio, A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D, Radio. So go follow us. Pastor all right. All right. Pastor Jay is on one, y'all. But anyhow, this is the love (laughs) child. (laughs) This is the love child, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Amen. And and you know, I had I told somebody about the story, and they was asking me why do I say that. And I told him, I said, Well, you have to understand, my name has two great, awesome uh, singers that paved the way. What you say? Say it again. Legends. Legends. Amen. So I got two legends in my name that makes me the third legend. Ah. So (laughs) when you talk about yes, Lord, hallelujah, praise, I'll receive it. Uh, (laughs) You got Marvin Gaye, that's part of my name. Then Etta James, that's the other part of my name. So you got Marvin Etta. So, you know, people say they can't say it. Well, there it is. I just broke it down for you. (laughs) So God is good. What you say? Say that again. Dr. Love Child. That is, uh-huh. But you got to put a little more bass in it. A little more bass in it. Dr. Love Child. That is. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so, you know what, you all, please go follow me on my website, drmarvinettaclay.com. Of course, you know my song, Worship Forever, is still out there. I'm, I'm not in it uh doing as well as jay is doing and i'm glad he's getting all the beautiful streams but god has me doing other things and right now i'm still working on finishing up fly away which is my new single that will be coming out um hopefully in the next month or so um but there like he said there's some great things in the works and one of my things right now i'm being creative of of creating shirts t-shirts personalizing shirts t-shirts and um, God is blessing. So if you ever want to see um, that website, it's in the works. It's not out yet, but it will be called worship, the number four, ever, the number one, dot com. So who is it that we worship forever? And he's the one and only, which is nobody but God. So follow me on that too. When it's up, not yet, but you'll also see what but God is doing. Media, Give her some show, some media love because- <laughs> Dr. Clay social media be dry. I'm going to just have to put that out. 
<laughs> y'all go y'all go follow Clay Marvinetta on social media, especially IG. It's, give her some love. You know, everybody's favorite auntie, Dr. Clay. You know, <laughs> maybe she needs to make a new person uh, a new page called Dr. Love Child. Maybe it'll just blow well, up. You we know, we may just do that. How about that? Right. Yeah, we need to do that. Right. Just, just have it all connected. That's why. Right. <laughs> so, um, um, another thing is, let's uh, not to forget uh, Miss Chiquita Andrews. Make sure you go follow Chiquita Andrews. I believe she has ChiquitaAndrews.com. Um, she came out with her book, The Unbroken. Make sure you go check out the book. Give it a rating. Go to Amazon. Make sure you, you know, give her some love, show her some love, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have in the house another doctor, <laughs> Dr. Resto. Mm-hmm. Hi, oh, everyone. I was about to say it was a dramatic pause, and I was like, everybody can where can everybody fo- uh, follow you and, um, and see all your good stuff from books and all that? Well, I do. I am on social media under Dr. Rochelle Rochelle, Facebook and Instagram, author Rochelle. You can follow me on my website, www.drrochelleresto.org. Bam. There you go. Yeah. Um, I want to say, what, what, what is the thing that I, I want to say the most important thing? Well, obviously, the most important thing is everybody make sure you go register to vote. Um, if you, if you, if you complain about your community, complain about things, but don't just be blinded to one race, right? There's multiple races. Um, there's judges, there's your school board, there's state assembly, there's state Senate, there's, um, um, attorney general, all these people got to be voted in and, and, mm-hmm. and just throw it out there. Judges get voted in every six years. So if you miss it, you're going to have to deal with that judge for six years if you like it, if it was good or bad. So make sure you stay aware of getting registered to vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I'm just going to tell you to be aware in your community and make those choices for yourself of who is the best candidate. Because the president can only do one thing, but there's a whole lot of more in the background where you need to make sure you go vote for judges, vote for state assembly, vote for uh, county commissionables and, and treasurers and all this stuff. Because the... One thing I can say like this, and I'm just going to put it because it's personal, is just that um, if you don't know who your state legislation is, you're wrong. Because the state re- le- uh, legisl- legislators are the ones who make the laws in your state. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones who raise taxes in your state. Not federal tax. This is the tax, the, the, ste- the sales tax of whatever state you live in. Those type things, how much your business license is going to be. Um from all kind of things, fines, all this stuff. You should be aware of this in your community because knowledge is power. And when you really know about what's going on, you can never be blindsided. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that simply, especially in these times now, we need to be aware in our community because don't ask what the country could do for you. Ask what the, what you can do for your country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I believe there is one church announcement in the, and the church announcement is God's house. Oh, you know what? You on point. God's house <laughs> international led by pastor Rose and associate pastor, Dr. Marvinetta clay is opening up this Sunday, this Sunday, 
this thank you i give them traveling grace and all yes, kinds of things and prayer and protections in the name of jesus in the name of jesus amen but yeah it's great to be able to hear that the house of the Lord is still moving forward, even if you're virtual or in the house of prayer. We mm -hmm. just still be able to give praise to God. And it's based off everyone's leadership of how they choose to do it. But guess what? If we all praising God, we need all support each other. And, and that's mm -hmm. how simple it goes. Well, let me just put it out there. We are starting at 1030. And we're going to be out at about 1130, no later than 12. And that doesn't even have a praise break in it. Yeah, look, it, it's going to have, look, you got to come in with your praise. That's all I'm going to tell you. You better come in ready and have, already have your praise on your lips, in your heart and in your mind and just move. Let's just move. You know, there's a self-paced warm-up people. You know, they got <laughs> no more time and, for that. You see that little one tear that come down. You know, no they, more time for that. You better come come on in. Right. You're not nope. pumping anybody up. You saying you, uh -uh. you gotta come on in. We're not pumping and prying no more. 1311 uh Owens, that's where we're gonna be at. Come in, coming in through those doors. That's what we're supposed to be doing, anyways. Come in with a praise when you enter into the house of God and come in and expecting something great. And then uh -huh. that way you don't lead the same way when you came, you know. So I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Are you preaching? Are you, are you preaching, Pastor? I'm just saying, it, the time we are in, come on now. This, this right now, God is telling us some things. We need to be just go, go for it. Haven't you been shut in long enough? I'm just saying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Can you imagine when all this stuff is over and they're going to say, when I think about Jesus, <laughs> me. If you survived 2020, give a shout right now. Baby, you better <laughs> run around the walls. <laughs> run, Forrest, run. Get yeah, your praise on. Today, when, when, when we could be able to say this is a thing of the past and look my back. Oh, my yeah. Lord. But yeah. the, it, the, the storm will be over. Praise God. I, mm -hmm. I feel it that God is going to make a way where this is just temporary and we getting the lesson, God. I'm just gonna put the yes. God. We get the lesson, Jesus. Yes. See what what, yes. what we needed to for fix. For real, look, we get and it for real. Can, can I go outside, Lord? Please. Yes. <laughs> next week. Can, can I go outside, Lord? Please. <laughs> please canceled all birthday. I must have. He must have saw into a glimpse of the future of what I was gonna do for my birthday because you. He, he was just like he's like no. <laughs> you thought you had a friend. Look, he stopped oh, that thing. Yeah. He stopped that thing in his tracks yeah, right pause. in March. Pause. You can celebrate next year. <laughs> you know, I got a punishment for bringing bad report reports. Uh, you know, report card, like Lord, look at my report card. Ah, uh, you ain't have no birthday this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you know what? The blessed part, might you may not have that big celebration, and I definitely didn't have it. That's okay. But every day is your birthday. Every day you wake up. Every day you wake up. Amen. Yeah, every day. So I'm you glad. You're right about that. Yes. Say, while we go through this, I'm just going yeah. to say, Jesus, help me. Amen. So we're going to go into the mix. I believe we don't have any. I just want to thank all of our uh, sports. You know, sports are going back, so I have to give them a shout out. But I want to mm -hmm. thank all of our sport media partners where that is the Las Vegas Raiders, the Las Vegas 
um, Aces, congrats. I believe they had their first game. Mm-hmm. And um, the Las Vegas Lights and the Vegas Knights. Shout out to Las Vegas. All right. Um, we support you. We stand behind you. Keep doing the great things that you're doing. And we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. I'm going to start old with some old school gospel because it's been on my heart. And yes, this song is long. So what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go ahead and go into that. And then at 730, we're going to go ahead and um, go into the interview. But I want to introduce this song. Some of y'all know it because everybody and their mama want to uh, do a redition of it. But it's by James Moore. God will take care of you. Amen. So, go ahead. We're going to the mix. We'll see y'all at 730. Be not dismayed Whatever, ever, ever Whatever be God will Take care Of His
God will take care. He will. He will. I have a witness in here. He will.
Won't he do it? Watch him turn it around. Watch it turn it around fully for your good. God, I mean, I felt that one because he has brought us through some things. And if you look back where you came from and what you got out of and all the crazy situations where you should be dead and gone, watch him do it in your life where he will be able to bring you up, turn you around, put you on solid ground. Won't he do it? Hey, man, that was, that was deep. That was deep. I just had to say that right there for everybody. But um, so we're going to go ahead and go into the interview. And the I have to do an icebreaker question. So here's the icebreaker question. If you had someone write your book, who would you have write it? 
I would have uh, Oprah Winfrey write it. Oprah Winfrey. Why? Why? I have to ask the follow-up. Why would you have Oprah Winfrey? Um, I think um, when she did um, the Color Purple um, movie um, and I read the book, I think that she could bring in a different flavor where the book could really be expanded across all uh, nationalities, across all races, and it could really uh, send a different message to it. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that she could really tap into some deep places, um, some uh, unseen stories um, to bring the, the, the book to life. Amen. Amen. So introducing you to some and reintroducing you to others. Where is your hometown and where do you reside now? Um, I live in Charlottesville, Virginia. I am in a quiet, quiet place. I um, live near, uh, cl very close to the mountains now. So um, I really, uh, it's a good place to write. It's very quiet, very country. Um, so I flip flop between hot and cold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but um, in the winter months, I really like being near the mountains. And in the summer months, I like being near the water. So I, I kind of go between both of them. So I, I really like that. Well, there's a lot of tranquility when you're by water. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, when I used to be close to water, go fishing, and I used to come up with the most elaborated, well-thought sermons I've ever wrote just because I was able to sit there and really hear from God. Mm. And quite being still is, right. is the thing. Mm -hmm. We're actually um, creating new memories. And that's one thing that um, I'm getting ready to take my two children to fish and just introducing them to things without electronics. And so beside me, I have this Pac-Man game. So it's all about <laughs> electronics. So I'm trying to teach them how to enjoy just being still and being quiet okay so the first thing I, I would want you to tell me is tell us about your first book okay so the first book was um a book about your tears have purpose it talked a lot about purpose um actually i'm in education so um when i wrote the book i was at a campus in dc and I was dealing with so many students that had a lot of socioeconomic factors, homelessness. Um, and I really wanted to write uh, just a thin self-help book uh, to help them through their journey. Um, something about just wake up every day and, you know, and, and motivate yourself. Um, you know, wake up every day and just feel like you can change something about your day. Smile every day. Um, come to class and be on time. And so that book talked a lot about tears. It talked a lot about purpose. It talked a lot about destiny. Um, and so I really was really into trying to find strategies to help students in the D.C. area just be successful against all of the trauma, the pain, the hurt, um, and knowing that there is tomorrow. There is tomorrow is always going to be better uh, than what they experienced on yesterday. So that was that first book that okay. I wrote. So, and that's in um, Amazon and yes, every Barnes and Noble, all that? Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. And, and your tears have purpose. So that's your first one. Yes. So 
what was your next one? The next one was, I was really feeling really good. I got everyone to this place, um, doing a lot of um, destiny tours. So that book was about destiny and all eyes are on you to achieve your destiny. So I really got, um, so then I went from my students to more focusing on women and um, like a women movement and trying to help women find their destiny. So I did a lot of tours on destiny, um, focusing on um, what's going on inside of them, focusing on leadership skills and trying to help them understand what their purpose is, um, marking out a day every day in your calendar, every month that you just focus on something that you want to accomplish. So I really mm -hmm. spent a lot of time on just sometimes we get so caught up into life that we lose our identity and who God created us to be. Um, and so I spent a lot of time doing workshops with women, um, just honing in on what's your destiny, who are you, you know, what what are things that you, um, sometimes people can't even look at themselves in the mirror um, mm. and talking about um, identity crisis um, mm. and, just really feel a lot of people felt like they felt guilty taking time out for themselves um, and teaching them that it's okay to say no. <laughs> you know, no right. is a very powerful word. Yes. Um, and, and, and how we, and, and um, you know, removing shame and guilt and all of the negative things that a lot of women have had, you know, inside of them. A lot of people are walking around in unforgiveness. Mm. That is I mean, that is just so powerful um, that we teach on forgiveness. Um, and, and it goes back to, I often think about, you know, if you're in education and if you don't deal with that issue when children are little, well, then they become adults and they, they go into our classrooms or our workshops and then they come to our churches <laughs> mm. and, and, and with their punishing leaders for things that they have experienced in their past. Mm -hmm. And so how do you have those fierce conversations? How do you just really embrace um, that, you know, God loves you and we do too, but stop punishing me for what someone did to you in your past. So uh, wow. And you know, I think one thing just going with um, how COVID is set up right now with us in isolation, I think a lot of people and they, if they haven't, they've been, running from it has been doing self-evaluation how i've been doing things in the past how i'll do it going forward how will i modify things in my life and given that time because um i've spoken to every person in every type of walk of life and everybody has the same answer now i have time for me mm. and when you have time for you you got to look at that man in the mirror yes you anyway for you to really realize in depth of the things that you could be doing better in your life. And, and like you said, we get caught up in the routine. Um, we become our titles. Yes. We become um, our obligations and we don't become ourselves. We forget our first loves. Um, I, I'll share mine. My first love was poetry. That's before I even got into singing. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm slowly getting back into writing into that. But that took time for me to say, why am I neglecting that? You know, mm -hmm. if that was the way for me to do it as an outlet, as a child, why did I stop it? You know, and mm -hmm. a lot of times we never can answer ourselves, why did we stop something? And, uh, and, and sometimes it's by influence, sometimes it's by negative um, 
comments of especially the people close to you. And I and I'll just say that to all the listeners and watchers right now. Um, most people, especially the closest ones to you, will, won't believe you until you actually do it. And then they'll say, I've always knew that boy could do it. <laughs> I've always knew that boy could do it. Mm -hmm. I, I taught him how to do it. I, I said he should do it. Right. <laughs> Uh, and, it's, and, and, and as soon as you can get with that concept and just knowing of being you, I, you, you'll be such on a better path. So I just wanted anybody, I feel like someone needed to hear that, is that despite how, you know, you expect people to be there to support you and to help you and to get you to the place that you think you should be, don't. Because no. if God gave you the vision, he'll give you the provision. And it's not going to be of a familiar face. It will not be of someone that you believe is that been down for you forever. Oh, you know, you'll you'll and don't get mad when you see some somebody that you support. And I'm talking to, you know, people that's entrepreneurs, book writers, singers. Yeah. And you see that person support somebody they never knew and never give you a dollar. And you knew them all your life. Yeah, that's true. So, so I just wanted to put that out there because that's knowing yourself and knowing the truth so that you can be able to walk not blinded by unreal unrealistic realistic yeah expectations that's yeah a good book right there that's yeah, a good one yeah I'm remove the expectations i like yeah, that remove it. Remove that's expectations. yes don't, that's don't awesome. limit me yeah remove those expectations that is that's the book that's yeah. the don't, limit me. don't limit yeah, me remove don't the unexpected <laughs> Send me the role. Realistic. Yes. Man, <laughs> I, we need to do co-writing, Doc. Okay. We need to do some co-writing. I'll write a part. I'll write okay. Okay. I'll, and I'll tell my testimonial. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But that—that's—that's that's a true. That's a really true place because people walk around with expectations every day yeah. that I'm expecting you to come. I'm expecting you to call. I'm expecting you to support. But if you remove the expectations, you will soar and fulfill your destiny. And, you know, God has people that will bless you. Yes. Uh, and they're out of your norm. Right. They're, they're, in your, they're in your inner circle and they're just waiting for the opportunity to be a blessing. Most of the people that really uh, support my vision, they're not even really saved. Say, mm. but I'm the only I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> well, it and, is what it is. And it I'm because, yeah, I, I could, I could say that I could say that a hundredfold, you know, a lot of ministries I've done from anointed radio to uh, when I had a church to uh, anything that I did that was my music was uh, I got more support from the people that weren't saved than the ones that were. Well, you got to think about the script that scripture that says the wealth of the wicked is later for the just. So I mean, uh, I'm just saying, go you know. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I'm so you. look, God would, God would, give God will give you favor that's the whole thing he will give you favor amongst those that you have no idea who it's coming from and it'd be such a blessing I mean when he talk about he'll open up the windows of heaven and, and pour you out a blessing it only takes one but he said windows so that means there's many windows that can be open but it only takes one blessing 
that can overshadow and, and, and pour in the blessing that God wants for you. So I'm I'm a I'm a believer. It ain't got to come from the church people because we already know church people is just what it is. They don't want to get tithes and offers. So why do you think they're gonna sow into you? Yeah. But uh, it's, it's the ministry without walls. Yeah. It's the right. ministry without walls. And you know, sometimes people get caught up in a microphone and a, a podium, but let me go out here and, and go in the park. And 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 and, and right. just spread the good news about Jesus. You know, I I don't know why God always puts me in environments where nobody in there is saved. And I was like, God, are you punishing me for real? But <laughs> they are. I'm the only light that they will see. They may never walk into any of our churches, but mm -hmm. I'm the only light. And they are so faithful. Here, I don't understand about you know tithing, but here's a little love offer. They mm -hmm. will support and bless you. And so God, it will open up. There's multiple streams of income, but we don't yes. work. We just gotta open up our mouth and ask. Come on but now. This is the season not that you're past not. Yeah. Like, Simple as that. And 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 that just goes out there because there's a lot of book writers. I have to say that because mm -hmm. they're they're listening right now. Book mm -hmm. writers, and especially uh, spiritual book writers. Mm -hmm. Don't get upset if you don't have the backing of 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 different ministries. Go right. out and spread the gospel. And I could tell you it will be a blessing for you if mm -hmm. you go out and because you never know who you might touch and who that person might be connected to. And, you know, and it goes back to don't limit me. Remove. <laughs> all Preach. Come on now. Come on. I love that. That's how I'm going you I'm better write it down so you don't that. forget. I'm have to even preach. That's a sermon. Don't, you don't, want you, don't have no senior writers. Write it down. Oh, I ain't going to forget that. <laughs> well, and you know, something that I really learned um, being a writer, I'm going to give you a little nugget, is that when I write my books, I have people from different nationalities and religions read it. Let me tell you why. Because I had a Catholic person read my Destiny book. And she wanted to learn more about Jesus. Wow. Um, when I have um, this book, I had three editors and one of the editors wasn't saved. But mm. the goal of it is, is that you want to be able to get the news out to yeah. everyone. And whatever you're doing, you know, as long as the message ties back to the word of God, mm -hmm. don't limit because of what someone thinks or, you know, or, or things like that. I learned that nugget and a Catholic read my book and she was like, I, I really think that I'm, uh, I want to come out of that and by what the principles and the scriptures. And so a man that wins souls is wise. I mean, yes. He's so powerful when we think outside the box mm -hmm. um, of, of what we're doing. And then that that was a conversion right there. It didn't happen in the church. It wasn't in front of a lot of people. I was like, uh, uh, I gave her the salvation scripture. And now she's saying just as all of us. So you see how your product as entrepreneurs can really bless someone. Yeah. When right. we uh, get out of the limitations or the expectations right. of other people, and 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 it was just so beautiful. So I do want to share that nugget. Okay. Awesome. So go ahead and talk about your new book. So the new book um, really took me out of my comfort zone. I disclaimer: started... I feel like it's real juicy. I, I really I can't wait. <laughs> okay. So this book, I started, believe it or not, I started writing this book in 1993. Wow. And um, I, it was really 
talking about my wow. father is a Baptist pastor, been pastoring for over 40 something years. And I have journals of notes that I've taken of different people's marriages in the church. Mm. Um, and so what I ended up doing was um, I felt like I was reading something in a book and between the 1960s and the 1990s, the divorce rate reached 205%. Wow. So that's pretty high, right? That is high. And so I was And that's in, in total of just in church? That no, just just overall, just overall population. Okay. So I'm really trying to trend now what the divorce rate would be after the pandemic. I'm just really trying to see. I'm praying that it will be down because now people are home and they're having to deal with their spouses. They can't go anywhere. Um, but anyway, so the, the, so I'm watching the statistics and I really started this book because I was just like, what is really happening in, in marriages and churches? What are some things that's happening behind closed doors? Um, I heard a lot of people testifying um, about their marriages, the mistresses. Um, and so I began to start journaling about um, uh, women who were married to powerful men. You know, the anointing is very powerful. Um, yes. And so I started writing this book and I really started, I took a lot of content out because it was just so juicy. Uh, the church wasn't ready to handle the content of it. Um, I started writing this story and I really um, changed a lot of the information out. So the next book, I'm really just going to let it all out because I was really trying to figure out what could we handle. So this story talked about, talks a lot about the things that goes on behind closed doors with leaders and pastors. Mm. Um, we have pastors who, um, when they, they love the applause, but when the applause is over, they can't deal with themselves. My God. Um, and so that's why, um, you know, um, my father did um, a segment. He and I talked about this and he says, I was 40 years, same church, married to the church. Um, I did not know what to do with myself. Um, I, you know, made a lot of mistakes as most pastors do. Um, and you have women that prey on the, the weaknesses of men. Mm -hmm. um, and so what happens is, is that after they preach, they're very vulnerable. Um, they uh, scout these women, these men out. And, you know, if they're at the coffee shop, um, they women who are mistresses um, from the interviews that I've taken said that they can smell a weak man. They can smell a vulnerable man. Wow. They they observe everything about them. They know when they're having problems in their marriages. Um, mm. And if you look at some of the stories and look at some of the, you know, court cases, the mistresses know everything about these men. They, that is who they are themselves with. And it's not the wives, it's the mistress. Um, and so this story was something that was very dear to my heart. And I started writing about a pastor and about um, this first, this lady that he met who had an issue in her past of prying, uh, preying on men or, uh, or leaders or a pastor. She had this fascination with pastors. She knew uh, when he cried in church, she knew every sermon that he preached. I mean, she just would sit there and, and, and wear certain attire to get his attention. She mm. was very strategic 
about what gifts to give him, his birthday. I mean, she knew so much about him and he had one bad day and he opened up uh, that door and all mistresses need is just one little crack mm. and they can walk all the way in. Wow. So um, that, that sounds like a new episode of Greenleaf. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, I'm hoping it is that it will. Uh, if, I hope they bring that season back, even though they said they're going to close it. I know. That's very unfortunate. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I love Greenleaf. I do. You know, the, um, it's, it's very, first of all, go ahead and say the title of your book. Okay. The title of the book is Behind Closed Doors, Married to the Church, My Wife is a Mistress. Wow. Mm. Wow. And, and one thing I learned before I came into, uh, I guess you could say my, um, I guess you could say coming into ministry um, from a pastor. And he told me that you have to be able to separate from the church and not just let it consume your life. Because he said is in his own testimony, you know, the reason why I'm divorced, the reason why I'm living alone today as an older man talking to, and he was like, I'm an older man talking to a young man that you're following the journey of becoming a minister. And you have to realize that, yes, you have to be able to do your duties at church, but your wife and your family need you. And, and your family needs you because when you're not pastor no more, don't be like me where my I don't see my kids and me and my wife are no longer together. Right. And that was some deep, wise words because there's so many. That's not one person's story. You know, there's a lot of people in ministry that they've done all for the church. But by the time that they got to either sitting down or retiring age, they don't even have a relationship with either their spouse or their kids due to being so heavenly, giving their all to the church. Mm -hmm. and that title that you said is deep because there's a lot of people that they, they, they put everything for the church, but they neglect their own family. And well, they're not, they not—they don't just neglect their family; they neglect life. Yep. That part, because they don't even know who they—who they, like yep. you said, you know, there's a lot of people that you take the microphone away; they don't know who they are. Yeah. They have—they have identity crises. They—they they are um, dealing with all sorts of stress. Um, they, I mean, they really have all these deep things going on. Um, from what I, a lot of them don't even want a pastor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, you know, it's just like I, I had to accept this path. I really don't want to be doing this. Um, and, but it was already predestined. It was preached that this is what I was supposed to do. And that's why that thorn in the flesh becomes so intense because they don't know how to resist temptation. And most of the time, you know, I was talking to a group of single men and they said the mistress doesn't always have to be a, a man or a woman. It could be drugs. It could be mm. alcohol. It could be anything. So I can give up one thing, but it doesn't mean that the re replacement is going to satisfy me. It's like my the flesh is always longing to be fulfilled. And mm -hmm. so I really have to identify someone that can hold me accountable and deal with the real me. It's like, you know, you got it. Like Job had to have, I got to come to come, you know, like I, I got to deal with myself now. Mm -hmm. you know, when, when you strip away wife, when you strip away, you know, a uh, job, when you strip away everything, then you got to deal with yourself and, mm -hmm. and, and you got to really figure out who, who are you? 
-hmm. when all of that, when there's no musicians, there's no clapping, you know, and, and there is, you know, no wife, no children. Who are you when you are alone and you're dealing with the thoughts that come in your mind? Wow. And then that's um, another thing where I'm, I'm a big advocate. I actually want to probably dedicate during um, the month that is for it, but suicide awareness. Um, that's why there's so many pastors that commit suicide because they don't deal with, they, they're so consumed with helping everyone, but they mm-hmm. can't even have enough time to help themselves. And, it, and it's really, it's not selfish to have self-care. And I have to say that out there to anybody listening to me. It's not selfish to have self-care because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't help nobody. Very true. Yeah. Very true. You have to have some kind of balance. You right. Know? Um, they're, 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 the balance of life period is so important. Um, you can't be so heavily on the church side and, and what's that, the pendulum thing that be like all the way up here? Yeah, you can't be like that because then it causes you to be totally off balance. And yeah. so I believe that even right now, this is a time where everybody can get chances and really get to know who they really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, restart, recess yourself, reassess yourself, and to get more familiar as to who you really are, who God really made you to be, and not something you made of yourself. Right. Because that's where the issue comes at. You allow yourself to be made of something that you really are not, but you need the people to see that instead of you being truly who you are and being transparent. Don't you know more people will will take the transparency than the truth more so than you still trying to be this higher, uh, mightier than thou, holier than thou, and you got your own issues as well. And so you have to have that balance. A balance is so important. It's very important. Transparency saves lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Simply yes. that there's so many people that will respect you more in ministry. Um, if you are tr- just transparent, okay. I remember as a kid seeing churches, I always never understood until I became in later age that I thought I couldn't just do this church thing. I'm going to be honest. I couldn't because I've had an expectation this expectation of what a church person is, you know, they ain't cussing. They, they don't yeah, they, right. they don't think this way. Right. I, I they, they, make they don't do this. Okay. They, they don't do that. And then when I, when I came across a, a, a pastor that was transparent with me, that taught me, not preached to me, but taught me because a lot of times those, those questions that we have, you know, a lot of times we feel ashamed to ask. Mm-hmm. And and when I say transparency saves life, it really does. Because if you can tell somebody I had an addiction and this, it's going to be hard. And guess what? You're going to need help. And I still struggle with it today. Or if I had a lust issue, if I had this, or if I had that, if I, 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 I used to do this, I used to do that. If you're transparent with somebody that can relate to that, mm-hmm. you're giving them a, a guideline, a path of success instead of saying, well, you know, God's going to help you. How? What do I need to do? Like, it, when yeah. you those generalizations, you don't realize, and, and I learned this at a young age, that when you have someone walk away from Christ because of you, 
their blood is on your hand. Mm-hmm. Like you got to give something. You know, a lot of times we use these big words. I, I was just talking to Dr. Clay about that, you know, um, the economy. Let me throw that out there. Um, <laughs> um, those big words, when it needs to be simplified for someone to just to get the answer. They don't yeah. want another question for a question. They, you know, they don't want you to give them this big drawn out of something you don't even do. They want a simple solution to be able to get a pathway of success to really get to know God, how to really get out of situations, the 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 the, the real steps of deliverance and not something that's unattainable. Because yeah. don't limit me with your unrealistic expectations. Yeah, and it's just like it's coming. Go, I'm telling you, it, it's when you stuck. go when you go to the doctor, and I was thinking about this and how you have you go to the doctor because you have an issue, mm-hmm. and 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 you want the solution, but you want it so simplistic. So they give you a prescription and a guideline of one, two, three. This is what you need to do. If you want more information, then you do this. And in the church, there has to be a a forum where people can ask questions, as you say, of, you know, there has to be a a prescription of salvation, a prescription on being successful, a prescription of, you know, how do I deal with being at home all day? (laughs) I think there's a lot of people asking for that prescription right now yes. how can i deal with being in the house and not and, and having to deal with me because a lot of people okay. just tired of themselves they're like i'm tired of my stuff i'm just tired of hearing my thoughts right now i just need to go do something that's why some <laughs> people unwrestled they're like man i just need to get out yeah. and they don't and know get how out. to cope they don't know how to cope with being still that and, is and dwelling yeah. in Psalms 91. So now they've gotten all this word. They like horrors. Yeah. And now how do I, uh, the application Apply of it, it. Now. Yes. Right. And I think that's what you're saying. We have preached, we have spoken in tongues, but now people are like, what do I do in life? Like, mm-hmm. how do I, what is my routine now? Because I, I, I don't have that outlet anymore. Everything now is virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I need a prescription on how to deal with life yeah. and how the application of the word of God. And if we teach the application of it and how you implement those key principles, then we'll see the recipes come together of, you know, family first, you know, God, mm-hmm. family, you know, God husband, wife, children, yes. all of this will come back together, but people don't know how to implement the application of the scripture anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they, We say, wait. They're like, well, what am I waiting for? Wait on the Lord. <laughs> what, <is that? laughs> what does that look right. like? How do I know I'm feeling that it's actually here? And right. You, one yeah. thing I say, um, and, and God has just really opened my eyes to a lot of things and especially the scriptures. And we, we know scripture, but do we really know scripture and for what it was intent for? And one scripture that God keeps bringing to me is come as you are. Mm-hmm. And the thing that we are so, I guess, distracted on a lot of people take come as you are. And a lot of people that I could tell you that was not saved, like myself, you would use that for like, man, I ain't got to have no suit on. I could have, I could have my jersey on to come to church. God still love me. But one thing that a lot of people have to realize when he was talking about 
that. He wasn't saying just about what how you are. He's saying come as you are. Don't come, don't go hide that sin into the closet. Right. Yes. Don't go hide that anger, that argument you have in the parking lot before you walked into the church house. Right. Don't go hide that you're about to have a divorce. Don't go hide that you got a drug addiction. Don't go hide yeah. all of that. Yeah. And come as you are. Come as you are. Because we're supposed to cast our cares and these two. God, yeah. right? Yeah. How can we cast them if we keep hiding them? We're hoarders. I'm telling you. <laughs> you hoarders out there where we hoard all our issues and we just pick one. Have you ever seen a hoarder ever have to give, give away something? They go, <laughs> all of them, they like, okay, no, um, no. I'm going to keep the anger. Um, right. I'm going to keep that anxiety, um, um, marital issues. I'm going to keep that too. You know what? I'm going to just give them finance issues. Yeah. I'm going to give them my finance issues. Lord, I can't save. Can oh. you? But then all that stuff still oh. keeps piling up. And then sometimes we go back, and I learned this. When, when we go back to the altar to go pick up the stuff that we're supposed to leave at the altar, we pick up some more stuff that other people didn't talk. Because it got attached to something else. That's there you why. go. And then we have to get to a point where that come as you are. I mean, God, and God, we need to come to God. Mm -hmm. at there's a lot of people going into the pulpit. There's a lot of people that sing and pray. There's a lot of people that's going and teaching. And we're not coming as we are before God. Mm -hmm. We're coming as what we are expected. Expectation. And we have to get to a point as coming as we are. Guess what? It's okay to be like, you know what? I'm not in, I can't sing. Not by obligation, but because me and God is not right. Mm -hmm. Because I learned at a young age that spirits jump on people. And when you sing and preach and you're doing this and that and you're thinking you are doing a mighty, I, a preacher taught me this a long time. The, the, the sermon you're thinking you killing the house, you you bringing the spirit all in there will be the one that you get this. But the one that you're not sure of because you have to trust in God for that that sermon to be able to put forth the wisdom that God has bestowed on you. That's the one that you didn't expect. The one that you was like, that nobody ain't gonna feel this. Ain't, ain't nobody gonna hear this. That's gonna be the one that touches somebody because you didn't trust yourself. You trust God. Yeah. You gotta start getting back to trusting God because spirits spread. And you might be wondering why did part all the people around me starting to have attitude issues? Well, guess what? You ain't even fixed your own attitude. Mm -hmm. And you don't, you might not see yourself as a leader, but guess what? You ain't got to have a title to be a leader and you will see how you sway and, and sway and influence other people, especially if these people are not saved. And you the one who say that I am saved because they're looking for example, people are going, as soon as you declared that you was a Christian, people were watching you from jump street mm -hmm. because you might be the only church they ever see in their That's life. Right. And you've got to be a representation, a realistic re representation saying, guess what? I'm going through something. It is not all roses. We do go through do suffering. Hello, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I'm saved and it's going to be good. I, we go through. I'm broke yeah. sometimes. We go through. I'm going to have some marital issues. We go through. Um, I have all kind of stuff from my past. I have not let go. Mm -hmm. We go through some unforgiveness, unforgiveness at times, but we have something that holds us accountable to come right. back, and that's being transparent. And I, like I said, transparency saves lives. Oh, yes, it does. 
And we have to understand that it's time. And, and if we ain't got it now, I don't know what's going to get it, especially in COVID. It's time to take the mask off of what we expect people to see us like and be true to the word of God and what God has called us to be. Because we've been playing and God has obviously showed us y'all been playing and it's it's getting serious. It's time to get serious. And we really need to go out there because there's people, there's souls on the on the line. Yeah. Really need you, and you can't be all in your feelings because your feelings could be the one reason why those souls get pushed away. Well, you know, when you talk about transparency, um, I think people need to really kind of look at when you say you're you're represent, representing Christ. And if you're a Christ-like or a Christian, um, you got to think about Jesus. When Jesus was, was on his way to the cross to be hung, the first thing, one of the things he said, God, can you let this cup pass by me? Mm-hmm. You know, and here he is. He's Jesus, the Christ, the son of God. And he's saying, can you let this cup pass by me? So if he's saying that in the time that he has already been talked about, been spit upon, carrying his cross, he's he's sweating, he's paying, he's paying, and he's asking God, can you let this cup pass by me? Well, what makes you any different? You know, even though after he said that, well, nevertheless, God, okay, not my will, but your will be done. That's the way we should all handle things now, because it is not our will. Yes, he gave us free will, but it's always going to be the way God wanted to be, no matter how you look at it. No matter how you look at it. Because don't limit me with your unrealistic expectations. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, too, sometimes we have distorted views of people. Mm-hmm. And that comes with those expectations. And right. then we think that church is a performance. And right. If, you know, and if I often say if the leaders would go down to the altar, just imagine how many people will fall down there. Mm. If the more that we see the leaders taking accountability and get down there and cry like, you know, I had a rough week. I messed up. I cut somebody off driving cars. You know, the more that you are transparent and showing the mercy of God as a leader, the more that we're stripping away the expectations, Mm -hmm. the more we'll start seeing the heart of Christ. Because if Christ can forgive my leader, my pastor, and he's down here saying, look, strip me from from me, mm-hmm. then it, the whole vision of the church will change. Yeah. You know, we, we don't want church to be a performance. We want we, we want to experience the glory of God where people are changed. Yes. If I want to go to a, a performance, I go to the Stellars, I go to a concert. No, right. I want to be changed and, yeah. and I want to, to, to solutions and I want to know how do I wait on the Lord? How do I rest in God when I'm so restless? Mm-hmm. You know, ah. and, 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 and how how do I apply what does it mean to dwell in the secret place? Mm. You know, uh, you know, and and what does it mean that blessings is chasing me? Like those things, and what does it look like now in a new normal? And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think again, if we could take a self examination and, and going back to the B I B L E, like we learned mm-hmm. when we was in Sunday school. <laughs> yes, yes, that's Basic the book for me. <laughs> Yeah, the basic instructions. And you know, I love it. 
I got popped by a mother before and I was a worship leader in Georgia. And I said, all right, y'all, showtime. And I was talking to the worship team. She said, this ain't no show. Uh, <laughs> I said, uh, no, you did. I'll never forget that. I mean, she literally popped me some head. This ain't no show. She you did right. The Lord. I was in the African Methodist AME church back then. Mm. Well, she still did right. She yeah, did. did. She checked you. Yeah. <laughs> we have to watch that because you don't want that to be the mentality of what you think it is. And that's so serious. Well, I'm I'm praying that um a lot of a lot of people's mindsets have changed. Yes. In this, I mean, seriously, because I mean, if it hasn't, shame on you. That's all I can say. Because if you can't see the hand of God in this whole thing, and you're still alive, you still mm -hmm. will, yeah. you're not wanting for anything. God has taken care of all your needs. Mm -hmm. You're not at lack, nothing. Mm -hmm. You got to see that there's something God wants from you. There's mm -hmm. something he wants from you. And so now you got to step it up. Yeah. Step it up. Step it up. Step up whatever God called you to be. Step that up and make it transparent so that God himself would just be like, oh, my God, look at my door. I mean, he's been waiting on you to do it anyways. Right. Let me just say it like that. So now you can step it up and be that who he called you to be. No more shucking and driving. No more putting up being trying to be like somebody else. Be you. Yeah. Right. And all. stop ignoring the red flags. Yes. Stop ignoring the red. It's like God had to slow us down to say you are working way too much and you're not spending enough time with me. Mm. You you not you falling asleep when you're reading the Bible. It's these simple things. You you you're not praying long enough. Mm. You know, you're not checking on the sixth. When was the last time you checked on the widow? You know, slow. It's like we have just been stopped in time mm -hmm. for us to really go back to what's so important. You haven't even been taking care of yourself. It's like it's like you've been ignoring the red flags. Yeah. That, and it's like God is saying, now I'm turning you, turning your face back to me. And now I am allowing you to hear my voice. And tell, and it's so critical that we slow down and get our instructions from God. Amen. To avoid, you know, detours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. You know. So I, I wanted to uh, say this. Um, do you have any future projects that you're going to be working on, um, book or outside of the book realm? Um, what I'm working on now is I am doing. Um, uh, segments on um, 30 for 30. So that means that I'm going to give you 30 principles in 30 minutes. So it's a 30 for 30 show. Um, and so I'm, I've been trying to record and do 30 minute, 30, 30 principles in 30 minutes, which is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it requires a lot of discipline. Um, and I also just relaunched. Um, I used to have spiritual daughter movement and um, the Lord really convicted me and said, why are you segregating the men? Because men need to hear a word from the Lord too. And so I just relaunched that to spiritual daughters and sons movement and allowing men to come on and pray. Um, and we're doing uh, Augustine, which is don't be distracted by the noise. Mm 
mm. uh, because there's so much noise going on. And, you know, let's not be distracted by that. Let's focus on uh, uh, the glory of God and what God is doing. Um, and so I'm still trying to get feedback from what the readers want um, out of the next book, which is Behind Closed Doors, Married to the Priest, the Pastor, and um, so I'm trying to figure out which way do I want to go with that. And that one is going to be coming from a male's perspective. So I'm not a male. So I'm trying to interview mm -hmm. uh, different men, um, single pastors. Um, and so I'm doing a Facebook Live with single pastors talking about boys to men and talking about how they're preserving themselves from having mistresses. Um how, what are they doing as pastors? What is like dating? Um, do they want to get married? What have they learned um, from, you know, people who have been married? A lot of them saying, people saying, don't ever get married <laughs> um, <laughs> who are pastors. Like, you know, so what mm -hmm. are some of the key things that they're doing so that they will be successful in ministry? So those are some of the projects that I'm working on and really um, on this path of journey to loving me and taking good care of myself. Um, you know, sometimes you just waste so much time wasting time. And um, through this pandemic, I just learned that I got to exercise and stop um, eating out so much, you know, so just really taking my- I'm on your hype. I feel every part of <laughs> I think that was one of my uh, realizations during the uh, COVID was, it's time to take care of health, you know, health is wealth and you know i'm i was 306 i couldn't believe i was over 300 pounds i was 306 mm -hmm. 284 year you see that's because you got comfortable that's all that's yeah. what it was i was that's really all. good and in, in yeah. Af in africa if you was in africa I, they would say i was wealthy but I <laughs> at all oh my goodness i i've looked uh. open like i remember my aunt she'd be like jaylon you have got fat why are you so fat? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm fat, Auntie. You have got fat. I don't understand why you're so fat. You need yeah. to eat an apple or something. And I'd be like, <laughs> but it was and she'd be so real with me. I love her to death. But still. But, but you know, even with that, I, I was told something a while ago, and they said that um even in, in this situation that where everything has slowed down and everything is it hasn't stopped let's say, because yeah. there's no stop, but it's just halted a little bit. Um, but in the midst of this, where you're talking about having to get your health together and do better for yourself, self-care and all of that, uh, especially with your mental <laughs> part of your mind and everything, uh, because, you know, if you don't have your mindset right, yeah. nothing else will be right. So, right. Um, but all of that is to get you ready and get you prepared. Mm -hmm. because there's a preparedness that is going on in the midst of all of this. Yeah. And so with that in mind, um, because there's something that God is going to do when he does open up that door, those that are being prepared have to be ready yeah. to walk right in when that door open. And so I believe that this is a time for those that are realizing that do it, continue to prepare yourself, continue to take care of yourself, to continue to feed your mind and don't allow yourself to get slackful because it can happen. And right. you can get lazy in it as well. And then you start losing yourself. Uh, and then other things start going on. No, stay diligent, you know, and, stay and, diligent. And rest. I, I, yes. You don't know how tired you are until the pandemic. And I was like, oh, my God, your body, your your body will let you know what you need. But just sleeping 
and, 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 and you know, turning off the phone at night and, and just getting the proper rest mm-hmm. really helps prepare you for to hear the presence of the Lord and to just jumpstart your day. So, you know, I'm excited about, like you said, this time period, because it's really the downloads are just so impeccable and, mm-hmm. and, and you can really hear clearly and, and you're not in the hustle and bustle as much. Right. And right. you can be selective of what you're allowing to go in your body spiritually and naturally. It's like you're mm-hmm. focused. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really need, am I really hungry? Sometimes <laughs> you are like, what's going on? So, you know, making, just slow down to prioritize. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Because most of the time when we say we're hungry, we're actually thirsty because you're dehydrated. But that's all a different story. So where can everybody go follow you, um, buy your book, website, all that good stuff? So my book is in Amazon and Barnes and Noble so they can get it there. Um, Every time I write a book, I always I don't know the Lord has me do this, but I make different packages. So um, I made a destiny package with book number two. But this book is um, I made a behind the closed door cliche package. So I always make packages journals and just different things that the Holy Spirit tells me to put in there so they can get an autographed copy from me and they'll get a cliche package or an adventure packet and it goes with things that happen behind closed doors or um, some things like that so they can get follow me on social media Instagram author Rochelle Rochelle um, Facebook Rochelle Rochelle or website www.drrochelleresto.org there you go well, I want to go ahead and say, as we wrap up, um, thank you. Yeah. See, I tell everybody this, and they don't be ever like, be like, hey, hey, Pastor Jake, can I come back on the show? I've been telling you, I say every time, I told you last time you was on the show, next time you have a project, you family now. So mm-hmm. now go ahead, let us know, and we put you back on the show. And I just want to say thank you again for coming back on and being able to talk about your project. I can't actually wait to read your book because it, it it piqued my interest a lot. <laughs> um, um, but one thing I definitely want to say is continue doing the great things that you're doing as a great one, wonderful woman of God that you are. Thank and you. I, the offer still there, I told you, it's like family. You know, it, now it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you come to my house the first time and you're like, you know where everything at. So I don't need to inter- introduce. You know where the kitchen is. So now you you know you know what it is when you have yes, your next sir. project or any type of collaboration. Let us know. We'll definitely, Thank you. Thank you. definitely help you out. Yeah. Thank you so much, and I'll make sure I put this a book in the mail to you and to Doctor Clay Love. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So I will make sure that I, because it's all about sewing, no expectations. So I just thank you for believing in me again and having me on the show and responding. I am very honored. So I will make sure I get this uh, in in, with no expectations in return. Just we thank you. Amen. (laughs) Appreciate that. And with that being said, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some love um, as we close out. I'm going to give some love to Zacardi Cortez because he shouted us out. And if you didn't see the shout out, go to our Instagram and our Facebook. And you can see him shouting out. And if you don't know who Zacardi is, shame on you. Because right. <laughs> he has one of my top favorite songs. So it was definitely a blessing and an honor to have him shout us out. So make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app. And 
if you're not knowing this, give you the information now. Um, you can check out every interview we've ever done. You can even see Dr. Resto's old interview all on our podcast playback platforms. We're on everything. Pandora, iHeartRadio, um, but not title. So you have to bring up one that we I in. had to. We own everything but title. <laughs> but 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 we we're speaking it. We're speaking it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we're speaking it. Yes, and uh, let everybody know um, we're going to be now coming on Vegas Gospel TV. Be able to see us on Apple TV, Roku, all that good stuff, and be able to have it straight on on demand, y'all. So mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty dope. We have podcasts, we have TV, we have radio. We're moving on up in the world, coming out of. Saint City, Las Vegas. I like that one, the Saint City, Las Vegas. So we're gonna go ahead. Um, I just want to leave with you, everybody, is to count your blessings and stay grateful for the things that you do have, Amen. instead of ungrateful for the things you don't have. Amen. Amen. Dr. Clay, you got anything? I'm just saying, keep doing what you're doing. If you if you you're pushing and and you're pushing too much, slow down. And take retrospect of who you are, whose you are, uh-huh. and make sure that, um, you know, things got to get better for you. And mm-hmm. for those that think that they're struggling, look, the struggle is real. We understand it. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it is, you really got to still trust God through your struggle because God is the ultimate person that will bring you out. So you got to just stay in the fight and just let, let him bring you out. So that's all I want to do. If I can encourage anybody, stay true to you and stay true to God because everything else will work out. Anything that you like to say, Doc? I just want to say hit that reset button and just, you know, be renewed, be restored, be revived, and rest. That's it. Amen. Amen. See y'all next week. It's been a million days and a million nights. Oh, I still remember how your love changed my life. It's not enough words in my vocabulary to express how I feel. And I still pitch myself just to see if it's free. Said a man ain't supposed to cry. But I'll put my pride aside Let these tears fall from my eyes I'm so happy you're still in my life You got me like oh, 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 oh. oh how I love you And I will never change See, to know you is to love you Always put your first You see a man is supposed to cry This time I heard from a private 
Jesus, I am. I am. 